Welcome back to The 100 Club. I'm Tom, joined by Rich, and we are here once again to talk about The 100 with the 2022 season fast approaching. Uh, there is some rumour going around, Rich, uh, and this is courtesy of Matt Roller over at ESPN Quick Info about what the clubs are doing with their retentions. Have you checked it out? Yes. Each club has the ability to retain up to 10 players, but it's a negotiation. The yeah. players don't necessarily have to agree to stay with their clubs. If they think they can get more money in the draft, then they are free to chance their arm, and a few of them have done so. Yeah, some interesting names being thrown around there, particularly in light of what's happened recently at the IPL Mega Auction, of course. We uh, we have different ways of valuing players in cricket. That's uh, yeah. a rather different... Uh, you might add a zero in some of these cases, but that's the way it is. Um, the, the big thing here is this draft is going to take place on the 30th of March. So we've still got a little time for this draw to be, you know, rubber um, rubber stamped and signed and sealed and everything like that. And we're talking just about the men's game here, aren't we? Because the yeah. women are on, a, on an open market system. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll probably do a separate video on, on the women's uh, women's draft. Um, in the, the men's tournament, obviously, you remember the teams had squads of, was it 16 players? They were on a salary bounds going from 24,000 up to, I think it was 125,000, wasn't it, for the top players? Now, those salaries will go up by 25% for the 22 edition. And each team can have two players at each of the eight salary bands, and then they can retain up to 10 players uh, in different places, and then they'll they'll draft their remaining slots. They don't have to draft, uh, they don't have to retain 10. They can they don't have to retain anybody if they didn't want to. Yeah, well, maybe that's where we should start, Rich, in terms of what's going on with these, because the draft order is is um decided by the uh, reverse order from performance last year. And so the first pick this year will be held by your very own London <laughs> spirit who uh, who propped up the table last year. And what we know about uh, what they're doing, we think, is that they're going to have a, a clear out. That's not surprising, is it? Yeah, I think mostly uh, what we know is from what Shane Ward's been talking about on commentary while working in Australia yeah. this, uh, this winter. Um, they are going to have a clear out. So the rumours are that you know, Morgan will stay on as captain. And they'll keep uh, they'll keep Brad Wheel, Blake Cullen, Adam Rossington, and Mason Crane. But other than that, it's uh, you know all change at uh, at Lords. Yeah, and some some of the lower bracket players will come onto the draft as a result of that. Someone like Chris Wood, Lewis um, Reese, or Joe Denley might be out there. Um, some of those players that warney has been talking about are quite interesting, though. Someone like Mitchell Stark or Cameron Green would that do it for you? Not really. Uh, the <laughs> issue was with the London... Well, London Spirit didn't really have an issue with bowling last year. Uh, mm. The issue was the middle-order batting. Uh, you know, Rossington and Inglis, as an opening pair, didn't do too badly. But you know, oh, Inglis was your top scorer, I think, overall? Yeah, so uh, it was basically Denley, Bopara, Morgan, you know, yeah. whoever batted in that you know, sort of tops did nothing. You know, Crawley had one game, I think, you know, did well, but then he went yeah. off to England duty. Um, I think one issue is that there's a lot of international cricket going on in the window this year. So who's going to be available in terms of overseas mm -hmm. stars is, is up for grabs. You know, I think the West Indies have a tour. Obviously, the South Africans are here. There's even rumours that the Australians will be playing Zimbabwe at that time, but they might be sending sort of a, you know, a reduced strength team. Yeah, um, I think the big one for the Spirit is that they had Glenn Maxwell uh, drafted originally. Will they be able to bring him in? Because I think he would be the key if they could get him in. 
Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. So could they use on that basis the right to match system? I think every team uh, this year on the draft will have a right to match card, which yeah. if you're not familiar with that, means that if uh, someone bids for the same bracket player that you have previously had and you wish to take them at the same price bracket, you can just play the card and keep them. Would that would that apply in the Maxwell case? Well, I think because they've got a first pick, they would have the ability, well, they could try to retain him, him or yeah, they would. they could just take him. Um, yeah, and they might use that right to match sort of lower down in the draft to try and bring somebody back. Yeah, I mean the other name that's been floating around for the London Spirit is Andre Russell. Uh, again, you could you could think that um, he could be also go back to the Southern Brave if they played the right to match there, right? Yeah, um, I mean I think that's maybe sort of a you know a box office name that looking at again. Yeah. I thought the issue was the kind of top order batting rather than the bowling, and you know as good as Dre Russ is, I mean he would improve any side. I'm not necessarily. I'm not sure he's exactly what the spirit need. Okay, let's move up one slot to my own Welsh fire, uh, and some some again some relatively big news there in that they are letting Tom Banton go. It appears onto the draft. Um, would you support that based on form? I think it's fair enough. I mean, if he wants more money, they could always bring him back in, right? Mm. Assuming he doesn't go to the spirit, then they could just draft him at a higher you know, price price range. Um, You'd say, okay, well, you know, what's the point of doing that if uh, you're going to let him? Why not just retain him if you're going to do that? Banton was a little bit disappointing for the uh, the fire last year. I think the big thing for them is they've retained Ben Duckett, um, yeah. who I thought was was good and has had a good winter down in Australia, um, and also sort of plenty of space in terms of overseas players. Who are you looking for, Tom? Well, I mean, I think they will start again from scratch. So they had Lungi and Gidi before. Um, I, I think Kagiso Rabada might be out there on, on this draft. I think that would be a great shout for the Welsh Fire in this case, because I think whilst I like the likes of David Payne and Jake Ball, um, you know, Rabada is amazing. Let's let's have someone like that in there. And I'd also like a middle-order batsman as well. But they do have uh, Johnny Bairstow um, and around the test match uh, commitments again, he'll move into the England bracket this time. So it could free up another slot in, in the higher end of the price bracket. So they've got options. Um, I, I, I think it's not a basket case. Yeah. I think the smart thing that the Welsh fire have done is that they've retained players in the, in the lower half of their yeah. salary bands. So basically they've got the upper half free to bring in, yeah. you know, players, equality players, and they've sort of retained the players who did well for them, but might more kind of be squad or rotational players. Yeah, so, someone like yeah. Lewis Deploy, I think, is yeah. a great keep. Yeah, I agree. And the guys they'd let go, with the exception of Banton, I um, I don't think they'll miss too much. You know, Cobain, Luke Fletcher, Graham White, Matt Milnes. Yeah. Not sure that they get gigs elsewhere this time around. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see them bring Banton back at all, though, I've got to be honest. Um, luckily, I didn't have his name printed on my shirt. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why. Um, next up, on the uh, on the drafting order would be the Manchester Originals, uh, Rich, and I think they we, I think we were all pretty disappointed with their first campaign. Um, what are, what are they what are they the rumours saying that they're looking to do? So the big one there is that Joe Clark is looking to leave. Um, mm. He's not been retained, um, and I think Phil Salt is. And I think the other issue for Manchester is that Joss Butler will probably be available for most of the tournament, you know, given. He's unlikely to feature in the uh, in the test series. Yeah. So I mean that's a that's a big boost to them. Um, otherwise, Matt Parkinson gets retained. Uh, Steve Finn and Sam Hain both been released. So again, similar to London, looking at uh, looking at a bit of a rebuild. Yeah, I think the Joe Clark is definitely the most interesting thing there. He he could command quite a big a big number on the draft. I I, I would have thought. Um, 
do you think he's sort of going heading back towards somewhere like Trent Bridge with the uh, Trent Rockets? Is that what he's eyeing up? Yeah, it does look like the Trent Rockets are basically trying to recreate the Nottinghamshire you know, side that have uh, been so successful recently. Um, mm. So that's where he's being linked to. So I, I could see I could see him ending up there. Um, okay, let's move it on to the Northern Superchargers. Um, so they've got a new co- coach now in, in James Foster, um, and he's been he's been around the world with with some of the short format cricket stuff. So some interesting stuff going on there. But they have still been busy in the retention market. So they've retained Harry Brook, the explosive young batsman, Adam Rashid, obviously fantastic, Matthew Potts, Callum Parkinson, um, Matt Parkinson's brother, um, who I think we rate. Um, but they've let go some of the more experienced names, I think, in like Tom Cola-Cadmore, Ben Rain, uh, Matthew Fisher appears to be the name. So uh, where are they going with this draft, do you think? Well, you know, Harry Brook was absolutely brilliant the other night, scoring that 100 for, uh, yeah. for Lahore, I think it was. In PSL, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, really coming into his own. Um, there's a decent spine of a team there that they can uh, they can build around. Uh, obviously, they've got a new coach coming in, and James Foster said so he'll want to go you know, his own way. Um, I guess the interesting thing there will be how much cricket they get out of Stokes. Um, yeah. Again, he most likely you know, he'll be with, with the test team, but they might get a few games out of him. Um, and I think there's some there's some other question marks out there, aren't there? So yeah. we don't quite know what's going on with Adam Lythe. We don't quite know what's going on with David Willey, who's clearly just signed for 200 lakh into the IPL. Um, Jordan Thompson as well, who had a good BBL campaign. Um, so some questions. I, I might like to see someone like Sean Shah Afridi come into the Northern Superchargers. That might make a lot of sense for me. Yeah, I think there's rumours that he might be retained by the Phoenix if they can keep hold of him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was an exciting young overseas left arm option. I think that comes into the play if they can't keep David Willey. But I think Willey probably will resign. I think he's sort of a good fit, uh, you know, obviously playing his domestic cricket at Yorkshire. Um, mm. And he, he brings a good balance to that side. So I would expect uh, to see uh, to see Willey resign. Yeah. Okay. Moving into the top half of last year's table in the bottom half of the drafting order, we've got the Oval Invincibles. Um, came pretty close last year. Sorry, they're not quite the top half, were they? They were fifth. Is that right? Oh, fourth, when they just missed out. That's right, of course. I've got my systems mixed <laughs> up there. Sorry, yes. Um, I think uh, they are looking to improve across the board, but they've retained Will Jacks and Laurie Evans. I think those are big signings for them. Um, anyone else you've spotted? No, I think Will Laurie Evans is going to be released. I think. Ah, okay. Released. Um, and Jacks will enter the draft, but it looks like they'll, they'll try and pick him up again in the draft which again is one of those sort of slightly odd ones. Uh, we'll yeah. see how that plays out when we watch it. Okay, um, apologies, keep, I've got that wrong. Jordan Cox didn't feature that much for the Invincibles, but obviously impressed for, for Kent in the blast. So he'll come back in as well as sort of Tom Curran, Saqib, Mood, and Reese Topley all being retained. Uh, Narine is the interesting one. Sinon Narine, whether they... Yeah, uh, had a decent really, season. Yeah, I think seems seem to do okay. But they sort of seem to be building up some draft capital there. Yeah, so it could be a it could be a bit of a a change of direction then for the Oval Invincibles. Uh, let's see where they go. Um, next up, rumours around the Trent Rockets. Now, um, they had a pretty good first season. We 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 like what we saw, and actually, as you said, I think earlier in the video, they are very much looking like a Nottingham rebuild. Yeah. Uh, uh, with Alex Hale, Stephen Mullaney, the captain there, Tom Moores, Matthew Carter, the big right arm off spinner, uh, coming back. Um, Rashid Khan, we think, is likely to be obtained. Yes. Um, 
And we've also think that March and Delanger will stay on as an overseas option. And I believe also Lewis Gregory, the the, the team captain, is going to play despite having some injury problems last year. Who, where, where are they going to have their spaces? Well, I think they're going to let Darcy Short go. Okay. So that's going to free up an overseas spot. Didn't do um, a lot last year, in fairness, did he? No, didn't do an awful lot. They're also letting Luke Wright, Ben Cox and Tim van der Gutten go. So it's basically sort of that big overseas slot. And then kind of a few in the middle of the draft. Um, mm. But again, I mean, their, their strategy seems reasonably clear. You know, let's, uh, let's recreate the knots out walls you know, philosophy and uh, you see how mm. far that takes us. Yeah, well, it could well take them quite a long way, I reckon, on the starting point that they got with those retentions. That looks like a good option uh, for them. Uh, and the Joe Clark thing makes a lot of sense as well to me. Uh, next up, the, the runners-up, the Birmingham Phoenix. Um, topped the group stages, of course, though. So clearly not going to have to completely restart what they've got there. And we think, you know, Liam Livingstone is obviously going to be a retention. You're going to see Moeen Ali come back in. Will Smead, Benny Howell's just gone over to the IPL, uh, yeah. which is a, a shrewd signing, I would suggest. Um, what else? Where have they got the spaces? Well, interesting that, uh, yeah, it was our friend Dan Weston. He was uh, yeah. advising Punjab on their IPL auction. Yeah. <laughs> also the analyst at the Birmingham Phoenix. And, uh, yeah, Benny Howell turns up in uh, in Chandigarh. Um where their space is going to be, well, not. I mean, that's the issue, isn't it? I mean, Tom yeah. Abel is looking to move away because of a lack of opportunity. You know, he was disappointed to get left out of the final last year. Um, so, you know, others to be released, Tom Helm, Adam Hose, Dylan Pennington. It's a case that that's a very strong, you know, first 11 at the minute, and they're looking to add to it. You know, as yeah. we said at the beginning, some of the other ones are basically, you know, full rebuild mode, you know, starting again. Birmingham and Phoenix are pretty happy with their team. It's just what they add to it. If they can get Shaheen Shah and Freedy in, then uh, that could be huge. Yeah, the Dylan Pennington thing slightly interesting. He was the wildcard, uh, Vitality wildcard pick last year. And you thought that that was a sort of a long-term option, bringing the Worcester lad. Um, but then they didn't go. It's fair enough. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, don't forget that no one expected Chris Benjamin to be a major part of their team. No. Uh, you know, they found him from second 11 cricket, you know, essentially, and he you know, yep. became a linchpin of the side. So obviously very good at talent and evaluation. So I think they know what they're doing. Well, uh, I think they'll be up there on our current thinking as it stands. So leaves only the reigning undefeated 100 <laughs> champions, Southern Brave. Um, and, and again, I think they've done some predictable perhaps, but also shrewd manoeuvres as we understand it in the retentions market. We we expect them to take uh, back Timon Mills, obviously, Jake Lintot, the spinner, George Carton, the all-rounder, and Alex Davis, the power batter. Um, we also understand that Chris Jordan is likely to stay down at the Southern Brave. I mean, he wasn't on a high pay bracket last time. I, I forget, was it a, a 45 or something like that? Could have probably left and got something more elsewise, but you know, he's very South Coast based with Sussex and the like, so we'll see. Yeah, I think some of his uh, recent performances uh, might might wonder yeah. whether he'd have got more in the draft because you know he's, he's not been great recently, uh, Jordan, and no. struggled with his death bowling. Indeed, which is sort of his main main bow, isn't it? So yeah. he's struggling with that. I mean, it's interesting that if Jofra comes back from injury, he's not likely to fit the feature in the test, so he might be available for the whole season. So we might yeah. see him a lot in the brave shirt. I was surprised they let uh, Liam Dawson go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, they do have other spin options out there, so maybe they just can't get the the, the they they want the, the the payback it back as it were. Um, I think we'll uh, we will see though. Interestingly, on the overseas side, I think Marcus Stoinis is likely to come back for them, um, which could be 
interesting. Um, we've got Tim David as well going to come back. We know we just seen him go for a huge amount of money in the IPL draft. And I think, you know, <laughs> I don't know what he's going to earn from the Southern Brave, but it won't quite compare. I think but it's they 50, will... 50,000, I think, is, oh. uh, which is, oh, okay. uh, what's that? 500 lakh. <laughs> 50 lakh. Working, 50 lakh, sorry. Yeah. Those working uh, in, in that now. Um, yeah, Stoinis is, is an interesting one to be retained. Obviously, mm. he's uh, another one who's a big payday at the IPL. So, uh, and, and the issue with Quinton de Kock is they pick last. Uh, so yeah. if anybody else drafts Quinton de Kock in the first round, then the Brave can match it and, and, and take, uh, to take Quinton back. You'd think they might, wouldn't you? But uh, we haven't mentioned a couple of others that we just don't know about yet. Someone like Paul Sterling played a big part in that campaign as well. So there are still questions around all of these teams. This is just what we're hearing at this point. Uh, and with a big shout out to ESPN Quick Info for some of that uh, collated rumour. Uh, we'll have to get something back onto the uh, onto the channel, I think, when we get something more official, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think as we as we build up to it, it'd be interesting to see exactly who's been announced as retentions and who's going to be available. And at that point, I think we'll dive in a bit deeper into who the teams are, are going to go and draft. Um, a bit difficult to speculate at this stage. Yeah, as we know from last year as well, doing a squad analysis is very difficult <laughs> at 100 with the squads changing right up to the day of the tournament starting and with the international uh, circuit, as you say, also to be confirmed. We, we'll see where it goes. But if you want to stay on touch in touch with it, then stick with here with the 100 Club. The draft will be the 30th yeah. of March. We'll certainly be covering that. Um, and there is uh, one aspect that we didn't quite touch on that we just mm. worth mentioning at the end is that, of course, the England players who are on central contracts don't get drafted. Ah, yes. They get allocated centrally. And as the England central contracts change each year, that affects the makeup of the 100 slightly. So Mark Wood, Johnny Besto, Zach Crawley, and David Milan are, were originally allocated, uh, originally drafted, but they will now be allocated centrally by the ECB. So Mark yeah. Wood, previously with the London Spirit, probably ends up Northern Superchargers, you would say, based on that. Um, Durham, Durham guy? You might have thought so, but also I think... I think they can still retain them, but they just move them into the price bracket. So Johnny Bairstow, for instance, I know is going to move in all likelihood into the England uh, retentions uh, for yeah. Welsh Fire, but they're only allowed two of them. So there could be some prioritisation uh, issues going around with the squads there. Indeed. And what chance we see uh, Stuart Broad turning up for a 100 match? <laughs> <laughs> uh, more likely in the commentary box, I suspect. Oh, I'd love to see Stuart Broad on a, on a 100 franchise. It'd be wonderful. <laughs> He would, he would. I'd rather see him in a test team to be brutally honest, Rich. <laughs> but that's another story. Um, if you've enjoyed that content, do let us know with a comment, a like, and a subscribe. Why not? Thank you very much for joining us once again here on the 100 Club. Bye.